This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1-866-826-1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Yes, the world's not going to get any better unless you and I do something. I'm here trying to do my part. I'm here with my trusted co-host, Mr. Hyphen Dukes. Good evening to you all, you good folks out there this afternoon. Expert on employment opportunities. And our trusty engineer, Mr. Bobby. Bobby's the guy that makes the show work and make us look good and all that sort of stuff. Bobby, how you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourselves? I'm doing pretty good. Anyway, we have a no, couple... Nothing seemed to change since no, last hour. Miss Jean, no. let me stay on the next hour. Well, that's a bonus. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad someone realizes bonuses on this show. <laughs> we, Very generous we, with yes, us. I tell you. I tell you, you know. But for those of you new to the show, we try to have a good time here. But, for, but anyway, for those of you that are new to the show, we have a couple of clips that we're going to play for you right quick. And Bobby, if you got it, let it go. This is the only show in America that I'm aware of that represents all of you who work out there. So if you work, I want you to know that I know that you exist. And that includes you people that are unemployed, the professionals, the teenagers, the school dropouts, the minorities, the veterans, the ex-offenders, the seniors, the gay people and the gay population, those that are bisexual, transsexual, whether they want to be a boy or a girl, or plus the immigrants and the Native Americans. If you work in this country, I want you to know that you make up our I work for us, and I salute all of you. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you may have learned in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. You are welcome to watch me do the show. 
and simply by going out to our Tan Talk radio network, which is tantalk1340.com. You can find that, find Opportunity Hour, and you'll find me. But I suggest that you watch me to do the show because this show is all about finding enjoyable employment instead of a job. And the reason I say that is because I want you to see me because you have counselors, career coaches, HR individuals, and many others that are telling our most experienced workers that help make this country not to put stuff on your resume because it's going to date your age as if we're not going to see you when you show up. And so I want you to see me to do the show. You just got you here in my background and I want you to see me. I want you to look at me, my scars, bumps, my color. My hair is beginning to thin out, all that sort of stuff. I want you to look at me because I know we see you coming, we see you going, we see your front side, back side. We see all of you before you get a chance to open up your mouth. But more than that, I want you to get paid for your level of experience. I want you to get paid for those years, but also for you entry-level workers. I want you to know you count. And so I want you to know that we see you. Can't really hide anything. Yes, we do see you. And I hope you want us to see you because mm-hmm. we see you anyway. <laughs> so that's that's what it's all about. But this is an employment opportunity hour. Yes. Designed so that you create the type of employment that you want. And this is not about getting a job. And so I want to make sure of that. But since since I just got you hearing this clip about we see you, I want to give you some tips on how to best we can see you. So tonight, tonight I have a a specific thing that I want to mention, and here it is. All right, here we go. Many many of you are looking for work. Yes, they are. It, if you listen to the the, the president's speech a few days ago, he mentioned that there were three million jobs have gotten created. I don't know where they are, but. I didn't make the statement, but they're out there somewhere. But either way, we're trying to help, help fulfill those. But what we do know is that many of you lost your jobs during the pandemic. That's right. And we are starting to recover, which means a lot of companies that were in business are gone already. Mm-hmm. Many of you may have wanted to start your own business, which Correct. means you have a tremendous opportunity. Now the time to do that. And many of you are looking for work. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you what I call a tip on how to go look for work. The three million vacancies out there. Fred, I don't want to insult anybody, but I'm going to give you some tips. All right. Because some some of you may not like this because it's really one big tip. It's going to take up the whole show. Now, for those of you that like working from home, that is a possibility. Correct. Okay, so if you're the kind of person you don't want to be seen out in public, you're afraid, <laughs> you know, you're afraid to get in front of people. You're worried about how you look and all that kind of stuff. And if you want to have a job that you can do virtually, then I'm going to say go after that job if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Now, for all of you others that would like to find something enjoyable. Uh-huh. And you start looking for employment. Okay. I'm going to make this suggestion. <clears throat> do not do any interviews that are virtually done. Wow. That's that's my suggestion. Do not do any. Can't do no Zoom 
interviews that are virtually done. Inver uh, and I'm going to tell you why. Well, I'm going to give you my opinion. I'll put it like that. All right. Now, <clears throat> so if you want that kind of a job, they're out there. Uh, the employers are having a hard time getting people to come back to work. Mm -hmm. Okay. So many of you like working from home because of all the pleasures you got, all the freedom you got. and Sit around in your pajamas all day. Right, and you can dress the way you want to dress and all that kind of stuff, unless you have a job doing that, which means you got to look presentable to the audience. Okay, all the people that are going to call you. <laughs> okay, but, oh, we're, but oh, we're not going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about those of you that are looking for employment, and you got to start sending out applications and completing applications, sending out resumes and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to suggest that you do not do any virtual interviews if possible okay mm -hmm. now the solution i'm going to say do it all in person i, I was waiting for the if possible because right. i've run into i mean just just looking and talking to others of a lot of situations where they won't the, talk to you but well but, but right but they won't they when you look at the job description it looks like it looks like you can do it in person, person and then right. it, it turns out that you can't right well, you got to begin to recognize. Got to be able to. Understand people have jobs, just like you want. And they get paid to do their job, just like you get paid to do yours. Uh -huh. And if you listen carefully, you can un many of you can learn a lot from people who say, it's my job to do this. Right. It doesn't mean they want to. It just means it's their job. So. I'm making a blank statement. If possible, do not do everything in person. Do not do any virtuals. Okay, but here's some of the reasons why. Okay, that may be a good reason. Well, actually, I want to start to tell you, but we got to take a break very quickly so I can go through many more. <laughs> but anyway, so stay tuned. This is Gene Hodge here with the Heisman Dukes. All right. We're here. Mr. Gene got the answer. Give you some suggestions on right why here. not do a virtual interview. Why not do a virtual interview? And we'll be right back. Gotta find out. Don't want to wait. Got to make sure that my life will be great. Gotta find my purpose before it's too late. Job Seekers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Would you like to have a job that you enjoy or do you want to settle for something that you don't want to do? We train job seekers to find enjoyable and compatible jobs so that you're motivated and enjoy doing and, in most cases, being paid competitive salaries. If you are, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. In the subject line, put Job Seeker. And I will get back to you and hopefully to help you find something that you enjoy. Job Seekers, now you can access Gene's articles revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment, especially for experienced workers. His free articles titled, Layoffs Present Opportunity to Find Enjoyable Employment, Is There Really Job Training Available for You?, How to Find a Fit in the New Job Market, and Innovative Job Training Program, A Collaborative Model. 
To see Gene's articles, go to LinkedIn.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for articles, and choose an article. That's at LinkedIn.com. Or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Resources tab, and choose an article. That's at HodgePodgeTraining.com. If you happen to miss any part of the Employment Opportunity Hour, or there's a particular show you may want to hear again, don't forget you can check out all the past Employment Opportunity Hour programs by going to internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. All the shows are there, just click and listen, internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. And you can contact Gene via email at the, T-H-E, opportunity hour at gmail.com. So you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again. Coming out. Got to come out if you want us to see you. We did, we just got you playing some earlier about I I want you to know that we see you. We see you coming, we see you going, we see you front side, back side, we see all of you before you get a chance to open up your mouth. Mm-hmm. Now, there, there's some ways some of you want to hide behind the camera in a sense, <laughs> which is fine, but don't be surprised if you get left out on interviews. Mm-hmm. But my suggestion is, if possible, do not do any virtual interviews. Do everything in person. Now, sometimes you got to tell the other people you'd like to do it in person mm-hmm. because they get paid to do what they get paid to do. That's right. So, and <clears throat> most, most, many, many times it happens. Well, it happens at different levels, but. Mainly at the lower level. But some people know how to say, I want to meet with you. Mm-hmm. And you should say that first. Obviously, if you want a job, especially if you're an experienced person, if you want to show you know how to meet with customers, then you got to ask the other person, can you meet with them? That's right. And can I ask something to that, Mr. Gene? What, hmm? uh, when the individual writes the resume, I know this doesn't have anything, this is not a resume issue, but when a person writes a resume and the resume is written tightly, as I would say, and when you request a personal interview, even though I know a lot of people will, will they, I think they will consider to give you an interview. I think your resume speaks a lot about how you write it, if they allowed you to, to come in and have a live interview. Oh, okay, I missed the question. What, what's the question? The question yeah. is, if the re, is the resume is written properly and written very tightly and all the I's are dotted <laughs> and all the T's are crossed. Uh, when you say, well, I want to talk to the, the man or the whoever it is that above you, above, I believe the individual, once they read your resume, say, well, you know, if I'm looking at his resume, I'll give him a live, I'll give him a live talk. Okay. I'm just going to mention several things because you're, a tip, these are typical answers, these are typical things that people say. First thing, there's no such thing as a good resume. Okay. No such thing as tight and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Many people make their own resumes. Well, yes. Many people get paid to make your resume the same way you would have made it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's important to understand some resumes. They might look good because they're architectural. Mm-hmm. 
know, the graphic, the design, you know, to catch your eye. Mm-hmm. But it's very important to understand it's not how it looks, it's what's in it. I understand. Okay. That's, that's so, what I meant by it being so, properly and tight and I's are dotted and the T's across. Okay, but most times, most times you might get an interview when you have filled out an application and sent in a resume. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say do any of that. I'm going to say, okay. think of the people who already know you that know what you can do and have done and let them be the ones that recommend you. Mm-hmm. Because if they don't recommend, if they recommend you first, your chances are much greater than trying to get recommended after somebody says, do you have any recommendations? True. Okay. So, so true. So anyway, so, you mean, so however, I just said that this, this particular session is not to do virtual interviews, if you can help it. Okay. Now, here's my reason why, and some of you, was well, not for agreement. You can, you, you, can, you can add something, and you're welcome to call in and add your comments as well. The number's right there in front of you, 727-441-3000. However, I'm going to give you an example. How many of you can see me right now? Okay. Gene, you can raise your hand too if you look if you look on the internet. <laughs> well, really, I can't see me. That's you true. can't see me, and that's true. Okay, so the first thing when it comes down to virtual, mm-hmm. at best you can see half of me. True. From, at best, from the head, from the shoulder up. Well, I want you to look to see what the audience is seeing. Mm-hmm. Half of me. Bottom of your tie, to be exact. <laughs> right. Okay, so some people you can only see from here up, mm-hmm. which means all they can see is a headshot. Right. But that is not you. It's what your head looks like. But it's not you. So, 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 so it's very important to understand what we see, which has nothing to do with the rest of you. But all of the decisions happen when we see the rest of you. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a very important to understand that a camera can only show you as much as it can in a picture. It can't show you you. Now, what happens if you're missing an arm or got a broken arm or got a broke leg, no leg? <laughs> you get prosthetics, you're in a wheelchair. What happens if all of that is you and you don't show us that until you show up? Yes, sir. Imagine how many people make that mistake. They don't want the people to see them. I'm the kind of person that says, I, I already know you see me. I want you to see the rest of me. Mm-hmm. I already know you see me. You see me coming, see me going. The only thing you don't know is what's going to come out of my mouth. That's right. So I'm suggesting that, that if you can avoid doing a virtual interview, do it. Because you're hurting yourself. Okay. You mean, you a lot of people out there that are afraid of, of afraid, and many of them are being told, don't don't put certain information on your resume because it's going to date your age. Mm-hmm. Well, the virtual interview is going to show you what you look like. That's right. Wrinkles and all, with smoothness, skin color, hair. It's going to show you all of that. Some of that you can change. But the worst thing you can do is change what we get an image of and you show up looking like somebody else. Yeah. 
People do that. <laughs> and they wonder. Get employed. How come they got treated differently? They wonder how come they weren't employed. So, so, so the best thing you can do, if you can do it all in person, do it in person. Walk up. Now, there's no such thing as being the right human. But you can learn to like you if you're missing an arm. Mm-hmm. Leg. Go. Go. Think of all our veterans that might get wounded or something. Yep. That are afraid to get in front of people as if we're not going to see them anyway. Okay, think of the people that, that, that uh, were naturally born with, with some, ty- with some type, type, type of, of, with something missing. Yes. Which, which, which they still have anyway. So why hide who you are? Okay, hopefully you can notice my speech sometimes. I get nervous as I start stuttering. And I hope you do notice <laughs> because somebody's been choosing me to do what I do, which means I still run my mouth. I just stutter along with it every now and then. So, but but on a virtual meeting, you cannot see the person. You can't see the other person that's that that's interviewing you. All you can see is the top half of that. So, so it's very important. Humans talk to humans. Okay, some humans talk to the people who appear to be human. Then when you get in front of them, something changes. So. so you know, so for your, especially your experienced people, if you can avoid that, okay, do that. Because the second thing or the next thing is, if your job requires you to get in front of people, then you want to get in front of the one that's going to hire you as soon as you can. Okay. So, so, so I want you to begin to think about that. Even if your job is talking to other people that you can't see all of them, Hopefully you want all of them to see you. If, if not, then tell them who you are. Tell them the rest of you. And so they don't know if you're missing an arm or a leg or something like that. It doesn't have to be something physical. It could be, it could be something mental. Okay. You know, but, but it's important to tell people, let people know who you are because your job is going to depend on you representing us the best way you can, and the best way you can is to do it being authentic. Yeah. Look, so imagine all the people who try to be somebody else. It's one of the worst things you can do True. in an interview. So just think about think about that. Anyways, you do all that virtually. Okay, when you're looking at just the top part of the person. Mm-hmm. If you can, show them all of you. Back up from the camera, show them how, you, how tall you are or big you are. and. Mm-hmm. You know, your different skin colors and the makeup and the wrinkles and all that sort of stuff because they, we see it. Mm-hmm. It's not just the person on the other end. The world sees you. Yes. And has been seeing you. And yes. so, so, anyway, so you're looking at me, you're looking at Mr. Dukes, you're looking at, you know, you look at how he's dressed, how he looks, you look at how I'm dressed, but all you can see is the top hat. You don't know if I got on shorts. Sandals or sneakers. You don't know what I got underneath there. Yes. But. But I can vouch for he does have more clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I saw him walk in. Yeah, he, yeah, get, he wasn't ready to play tennis or anything okay, like that. All right. right, but some some days I have been ready to uh, play tennis true. and I'll walk in because all I need to do is put on a tie, sometimes just a shirt. Sometimes I don't wear a tie. Hopefully some of you notice that. Oh, yeah. 
that's noticed. It depends on the type of audience we're talking to. So, so, so I dressed appropriately. But I want you to begin to think about that. As an experienced worker who has most likely already a proven track record, mm-hmm. if you got a resume, most likely you got more than one job so you can show growth, mm-hmm. which means somebody else hired you based on your level of knowledge and experience, hired you into another position. Right. And what you really want to happen is have somebody hire you into another position that's at a higher level. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to understand that based on what we see. Now, obviously, many, many, many people make this mistake. And what's that mistake? Many people go look for a job based on what they already know how to do. Well, we okay. want to go for something new. Something different. I want you to think about it. Many people go for a job doing what they already know how to do. And they shouldn't. They should go for something different. Well, I don't know. They seem to have forgotten somebody hired them in the first place. Mm -hmm. They seem to have forgotten they had to learn and get trained. Mm -hmm. True. So, I know it's time for a break, but I'm just going to say this before the break. All right. Many people go do what they already know how to do. They've just gotten two or three years older. There's no way you can be productive doing what you already learned how to do. Hmm. Imagine the mistake most of our workforce makes. Then we wonder how come they're not motivated. Well, I've been in my job. But, and well, hold that, because it's time for us to go to a okay. break, and All we'll right. hear that. We'll go to break. You, we'll be back. Listen Don't to me you. suggesting that you do not do any virtual interviews. If you can, do it all in person, but you're going to hear from myself, Mr. Dukes, and Mr. Yes, Bobby. Yes, sir. Let's do it all. And we'll be right back. Do it all in person. And dust Job seekers, are you unemployed and ready to go back to work? Did you know that now you can get Gene's books revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment? Each book shows you how to develop a resume and cover letter using your life experiences. You will receive step-by-step instructions on the content, its rationale, and its importance for each book. His books are available in soft copy and digital formats on Amazon.com and HodgePodgeTraining.com. Eugene Hodge, an employment training consultant, has helped thousands of job seekers to find enjoyable employment at competitive wages using an innovative process by matching your needs with employer needs. The books are Resume, What's Its Purpose? and Cover Letter, What's Its Purpose? To get Gene's books, go to Amazon.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for his books, choose a book. Or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Shop tab, choose books in a single or bundled formats. Coming soon, books in Spanish, Creole, and French format, all at HodgePodgeTraining.com. The purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you may have learned in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, it's to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. 
Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Employers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Are you struggling to find ways to increase your low productivity and morale? We train employers on how to improve employee productivity and morale, saving you huge sums of dollars that you're currently spending on training, retraining, grievances, turnover, and lawsuits. If you have this concern, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. And the subject line, put employer. Again, that's T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. to get something that you like if you like to make sure that that you're getting what you never thought that you could have it's about who knows you mm-hmm. yeah. that's willing to pass you on to their mm-hmm. contacts willing to look out for you <clears throat> willing to listen for you because there are jobs everywhere there's three million of them out there now <laughs> according to our leader and we're trying mm-hmm. to figure out a way to to fill some of those I'm giving you some ideas in order to be finding job employment, doing what you do anyway. Do you know, I just got you telling Mr. Dukes and you out there just before the break about people who apply for jobs based on what they've already done. And imagine working in a company two, three, four, five years to get five years of experience. You made a salary, mm-hmm. which means you're comfortable with your work. Mm-hmm. You get laid off or you decide to quit or you say, I'm going to go look for another job. And you go look for what you know how to do. Mm-hmm. The fact is, is, how can you be productive doing what you already know how to do? It's just something for you to think about. It. How can you be productive? Now, most likely, you cannot motivate yourself to do any more than you've been doing for the last five years. Mm-hmm. Most likely, you can't think of what energy you had in order to learn the job so you could do it well in order to last for those five years. Mm-hmm. So the worst thing many people do, which hurts you and our workforce as far as productivity and morale, they go look for something that they already know how to do. So my question for you is, how can you grow with you being in charge? You grow based on people looking at you, thinking of things they see you capable of doing based on what you've already done. Because you didn't just do it for you, you did it for someone else. And so many of you get offered jobs that you say, I can't do, and someone's offering you a job that will allow you to grow and grow and gain more experience, most likely gain more money, more level of responsibility, 
because in case you don't know this, I'm just going to mention this. 100% all jobs is based on your performance. Mm-hmm. That's true. But all 100% based on your performance. And your performance is what you do. You must produce. Now, let me get very clear. You don't need a high school diploma, Ph.D. No. You don't need any of that stuff because all you need to do is know how to perform. You see so many other people who perform. Some have the credentials, which is nice to have. I got a bunch of them. But I got sense enough to know... I got well, turned down from jobs because somebody didn't like the way I looked. Didn't have nothing to do with what I know how to do. Well, that's why we have trade schools also, Who? isn't it? Trade school. We got them. They're out there. Yeah, I mean, there are trade schools for to help you improve your experience because that's what trade, trade schools does. They, they teach you everyday language in the workforce. Well... That doesn't mean you're happy. It just means you go learn a trade. Many, no. many of you get told, go get a job. Oh, yeah, I was told Go that learn something. Go so you job. do. You go learn something because you yeah. all have the ability to learn. Right. Okay, so just go and learn something is exactly yeah, true. Say, why it not? something. Why not learn why you all you can? You're going to be here till you die. But some people want to go learn. Which means they step into the unknown. They take those unknown jobs that we see them capable of doing, oh. but they don't know they can do it They don't it know yet. they're capable of doing them. Right. So, so some people do that, and some people do it their way. That's right. And so some people say, you know, some people identify all the problems they got and the lack of money and motivation without realizing they're literally doing it their way. That's true. And, they never and I'm put here to let you know you've been doing it your way. If you want to grow... Let us help you to grow into what you never knew you had inside yeah. of you. They don't. They don't feel that there is a, that job that they what they do every day, or what they do every day. They don't think that's really a job for that. Okay. There's an opportunity to do that as a, as a job. Yep. Okay. Right. <clears throat> so what they have to do, you have to learn that you go and you ask, or as Mr. Gene said, you need to get to know somebody that knows somebody. So that you can also do that. Yeah. So. So so uh, you were gonna, you were gonna you were gonna say something before I went on before we went to the break. Although it's almost time for another break. Yeah, do you remember what that was? No. Okay. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go back and just we're talking about it if possible, and and you have an opportunity to make it possible. Try to, to do all interviews in person avoid doing something virtually because you're cheating half of you if not more than that because we're going to see you anyway the best thing you can do is show us who you are as soon as you can okay so so i started out by saying if you just if you're looking at me and mr dukes right now you literally you literally can see us you see half of us which is not virtual Okay, many of us virtually you see from the neck up, it's because it's very important to know that you're looking at a person and not a robot. Well, it could be a robot. You don't know if it's a you don't know if it's a real person or a robot. Could, you could, really don't know. No, it could be a real person. It may not be you. you it may know. have somebody sitting in for you. Oh, that goes on all the time. So, 
But it, but it's very important to know. Some people got people. Some people have people taking interviews for them. Uh huh. And I have no idea what 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 they think they're gaining from that. But that's what some people do. Well, that's just like some people pay people to take tests for them. Yep, some people do that too. And when they get to face the music, and like a person, especially a person trying to have do an interview for them, they know they're going to see you when you show up. How you gonna explain you are, you're not the person that I interview? That happens. Yes, I'm sure it does. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, but people do things, and you can take all the tests you want. I suggest people not take anybody's tests. That's what I suggest. <coughs> okay, which well, is another, it's, a, it, it's another show for another topic. But I suggest yeah, not 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 taking anyone any experienced person. A what? Any experienced person, my suggestion is not to take anybody's test. I'll give you a clue. All tests are made up by humans. Correct. Good. Everything is done by humans. Good. Because we do what we know. Okay. So, so, so let me just. Is it okay if I use you, Mr. Duke? Yeah. Use me up. Mr. Duke says an. Is an entrepreneur has been in the auto the auto business for several years. I'm just going to say the, the auto mechanic business for several years. How many years you been involved? Auto mechanic. Hmm. I, that's what I. That's what I did in the, in the airport. Just need a number. Oh, about thirty-seven years. Okay, thirty-seven years though. Okay, thirty-seven years. You're looking for an auto mechanic. And you want to make sure you find the right person because it's your shop, and so you put together a test in order to test this person's knowledge. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, I'm using Mr. Dukes as an example, but I want you all to think of those of you who take tests. Yes. Okay. First thing is Mr. Dukes has been doing this for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. In order to create a test, somebody has to be doing something for a length of time. Correct. Anyway, so you think you know what what kind, what kind of mechanical person you're looking for, and so you create this test, you go give it to them on the, right after the interview. Mm -hmm. Okay, you think they're good enough, well, so you're I, giving them a test, see what they're able to do. Since you said that, I have a pre-test and an after-test. Oh, you got a pre- and an after-test. Yes, sir. Okay. A knowledge test. I have a pre-test and a knowledge test. Okay, great. That, that is so great. Imagine how many others have people who have pre-tests and after-tests. What happens with testing is you create the test. You've been doing it for 30 years. Mm -hmm. The person who comes in the door is fresh out of high school, could be fresh out of college, mm -hmm. 19 and 21 and something like mm -hmm. that. Okay, you give them a test. Correct. Good. What what actually happens at that point, the 30 years that it took you to learn all that, you expect somebody to know it coming out of school. No, I don't. Well, we're, we're talking about the test. Once I you, understand. Right, once you give them the test, it has nothing to do with you. You give them something to complete. It has nothing to do with you at all. I, uh, well, speaking of... I just want you to think about it. I'm That's thinking all. about it. I'm thinking about it. Right, so, so, and I'll answer so, the question when you finish. I'm only using what happens out there for everybody. 
Okay, so it has nothing to do with you. Oh, okay. Other than you took so many years to learn what you know. Yes. And you put a test together. Yes. Good. You expect someone who's getting started to know what you know after 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. It doesn't matter. Well, that's what I want to interject. I'm talking about all tests. Okay. Okay, not just yours. All right. But I want you to think about it. You take someone else's test, Mm -hmm. which is somebody else comparing you to what they know. Now, the bottom line is you cannot remember what you had to have 30 years ago in order to get started. You can't even remember what you had to have 10 years ago in order to get started. How about yesterday? (laughs) Right. I mean, I want you to think about that because this is why so many people take tests and then their performance sucks. (laughs) Well. Because they got in the door and the expected performance isn't there. And it's not their fault, but they get blamed for it. And I would add that someone who is a, if you're talking about a written test, someone who is a poor test taker Mm -hmm. but has a wealth of knowledge. Like me. Can't, yeah, and myself as well, yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, Cannot cannot put their best foot forward because the medium you're using to extract that knowledge is not something that they're able to do. Right, so it's very important to understand another human gave you what they expect you to be able to do, and even they can't remember what they had to have in order to get started. All testing <clears throat> is based on someone's experience. It's based on someone's experience at a point in time. True. We get one hundred percent of it. True. Good. So when you get have enough knowledge to look at your growth, people who have chosen you. I can't speak for any of you now, but hopefully you can all see how I look. You know, but I probably learned this when I was in my early twenties because somebody told me. Somebody said, Gene, why are you taking somebody else's test when all you got to do is tell them your performance shows what you're able to do? Mm-hmm. Test doesn't. Nope. Okay, so if you focus on... Test just shows what you retain. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even show mm-hmm. that because people study for tests. Right. That's true. Okay, so it's important to understand the system by which you live in, the system by which maybe those three million jobs are not filled or mm-hmm. having problems filling them is because of the way we we look at other people. All I'm saying that on this show, when you go home, you go do what you enjoy doing. You've been doing that all these years. Yes. You could write your own book. Right. So, so it's important to understand how to talk for performance instead of taking a test, how to demonstrate performance instead of taking a written test. Because someone's expecting you to know what they know, and it took them 10 or 15 years to know that. Okay. Now, anyway, so just, just, in, just in case you, uh, you listeners not aware of this, I've been in the computer field over 30 years. It's impossible for me to remember what did I have to have to get started. Simple as that. I got started because somebody said, Gene, you know, come take this test, go to this school or whatever. But that was 30 years ago. Yeah, you'd be a millionaire. It had nothing to do with money. It had to do with how much do you, how much your performance becomes worth to someone else mm-hmm. and you. You're right. But it's based on understanding you can't remember what you had to have 10 or 15 years ago, and you expect somebody else to know what you know. And it's to even use another similar example with Mr. Dukes there. 
you know, say he, Mr. Dukes is that ring power or something like that. Oh, yeah. And he, yeah. Got, uh, right, that's why he's like him. <laughs> so he's not necessarily going to find another Caterpillar uh, mechanic isn't going to walk into the, the door necessarily. But you can't shut someone out that knows 75% of the diesel engine just mm-hmm. because they might not know Caterpillar's electronics in there. But, but that's what goes on in the real world. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, let me, but, say, let me say one thing. Let me defend myself. Being that I had been in... Well, you're not on trial here. Yeah, I am. Being, <laughs> being that I had been in the classroom, I thought the way you said it. But after being in the classroom, I realized that I could not expect a student to know what I knew from 30 years ago. So I had to write my test to meet that need of that individual. And I learned to write my pretest for a guy that I'm coming into my shop the same way. I didn't expect him to know what I know. I went back to the basic. I expect for him to know the basic. And I only gave him a 10-question test. And if he was a technician in my field, I, expect, I did expect him to know these 10 questions. And he may not oh. know them. He may not, oh. still may not know them. Oh. But I had to see what type of knowledge level he had <laughs> in the pretest, and 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 you're right. But been proud but proud of me going to the classroom. I did expect him to it's, to know what I thought he should have known, and that wasn't right. Well, you mentioned some keywords like this isn't about you. You're part of the example. I know. I just had to get my eyes in. What you expect is one of the problems that we have. That's true. That's People the biggest problem. We expect others to know what we've learned over time, and we expect them to know what we know. Right. Which is unfair to the, with the person, but it's unfair for you. But the, but the real important piece is you can't even remember what you had to nope. have to get started, no matter how much basic you think it is. <laughs> Your jobs are made up of details and functions. Mm-hmm. You can't remember all of them. No. You know, you just get up and do stuff without without realizing how you learn how to do it. I agree. <laughs> but anyway, so it's important to do that. But all I'm saying is your performance is demonstrable. That's right. What we see you doing, we, meaning, the, meaning you and the rest of the world, we've been watching you do what you do anyway. Right. That's how come we see, we know things you're good at doing. You don't. You know what you like doing, mm-hmm. but we know things that you're good at doing. And okay, so if you could realize what you like doing, why not? Why not do it? Why not? Why not let us pay you to keep doing what we already see you doing? If he enjoyed doing it. Well, it's not a if. The, the things you enjoy, you enjoy. It's not right. a if at all. It's demonstrable. Simple as that. And it doesn't matter what it is. Some of you are good at painting, singing, dancing, fixing things, taking apart things, drinking. You name it. Some of you are good at that. But our time is almost up, which means we got to go to a break. Plus, we're still going to run out of time. But let's just go to the break right quick. You're listening to myself and Mr. Dude trying to help you testers out there to take the right job. Job seekers, we're looking for you. Help you. Job seekers, are you unemployed and ready to go back to work? Did you know now you can get Gene's online courses revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment? There are three online courses showing Gene video presenting each course. The course titles are 
the hodgepodge formula to enjoyable employment, how to write a resume to get you noticed. Cover letter, what's its purpose? It is highly recommended that the hodgepodge formula to enjoyable employment be taken first as it introduces a revolutionary training process model that prepares job seekers to meet the changing needs of our workforce. This methodology is used in all of Gene's courses. In each course segment of video, Gene explains and demonstrates step-by-step the formula for finding enjoyable employment using your life's experiences. To get Gene's online courses, just go to udemy.com. That's U-D-E-M-Y.com. Type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for courses, choose a course. Coming soon, interviewing techniques, how to easily answer the top 25 interviewing questions. If you happen to miss any part of the Employment Opportunity Hour, or there's a particular show you may want to hear again, don't forget you can check out all the past Employment Opportunity Hour programs by going to internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. All the shows are there, just click and listen. internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. And you can contact Gene via email at the, T-H-E, opportunity hour at gmail.com. So you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again. I don't know how I know, but I'm going to find I'm going to find my purpose right here. Find that purpose. Right here on. You don't know where to look. Look in the mirror. Look right here. Awesome. Oh, you look right here, but look in the mirror because all the things you find yourself doing that you enjoy doing, you literally have been doing it your way. And we want to get you to go do them your way. I'm just trying to get you to recognize you have been doing it, but more so the skills and abilities you're using to do what you you like doing that we see you capable of doing. Yes. You can't see it because you're the doer of it. Mm. We're the ones who see you. And so it's important to know what we see. And most times we'll tell you if you're willing to hear it. You're right. And for anyone who does tell you about you, you ought to tell them thank you. Because you may discover something. Tell them thank you anyway. But we're talking about uh, with job seekers doing a lot of interviews. My suggestion was not to do interviews virtually if you can. can. Again, the reason is because we can't see you. At best, we can see a headshot. Okay, possibly we can see half of you. Okay, I want to make you aware you're looking at half of me. Okay, in front of a whole camera, imagine a close-up. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you see virtual. Okay, so imagine someone looking at you and all they can see is your face. And you really think somebody's going to choose you with that, which some people do, and then they get surprised when you show up. Because the rest of the, because the rest of you is going to show up with you, and okay. so 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 you should show them as much as you can. Do okay. you have a tip for the individual that tries to get a get a interview without virtue? Let's say if he done his virtue, or he did a virtue. Do you have a tip for how them to go by getting before? Okay, okay if you've had a, a virtual interview, you mm-hmm. probably already know the results already. Well, um, so 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 first thing I'm going to say is don't do it again. Don't go do another one. 
other thing is if you can ask to meet with the person in person. It's important to understand the other person is being paid to do their job. I understand. You could ask to meet them in person. But what I'm saying is this is the this is the job that you enjoy doing and you want. Uh, no, no, uh, it's not. You can't know the job that you enjoy doing because you haven't done it yet. Okay. Okay. It's very. But this is a this is the uh, something you think you will enjoy. This is doing. a this is a job that he think he wants to be in. Yeah. And he wants to get, he really want to get there. And by doing it virtually, don't seem, he don't feel comfortable about it. So I'm just saying, what tip do we have to tell this individual that he need to go by getting before the whoever he has to get before? I said it. You ask to meet with the person. Okay. You ask. You ask one okay. time, two times, or three times? Well, all you can do is ask once. Could you ask once? Especially you experienced person. You experienced people because you, most likely your experience will tell you how you treat people. Mm-hmm. It will also tell anyone how you're going to represent them. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now those of you that are entering the workforce for the first time, those first couple of jobs that you get, they're going to be starter jobs, and it's it's under, because you're getting started. Doesn't matter how much you expect to make, it's making something to get going because you're getting started. But once you got five years experience, 10 years experience, it's, it's important to tell people what you've learned representing somebody else. That's good. One, of the, one of the things is knowing how to say, let's meet. Now, the other side of that tip, mm-hmm. if you're using all the people who know you already, which is your network, then you don't have to do any filling out applications and sending in resumes, your network is introducing you to somebody. Well, in some cases, they still want you to do but They don't resume. have anything to do with it. Someone wants you to yeah. fill out a resume still. It was but anyway, we hear the music. Our time is up. Saying that it's time to go. Because you have been doing it your way. So go ahead, do it your way and get that W-T-A-N, job. FM 106.1. WDCF, Dade City. FM 102.3. WZHR, Zephyr Hills. FM 104.3. Listen.